We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. One, two, three. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the holy, holy hour. Oh, okay. See, I told you he's the clumsy one. <laughs> oh. Gatsby just really wanted to be a part of the intro this week. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's got a Velcro baby now, too. Oh, that's exciting, you guys. All right. Kay. Ready? Yep. One, two, three. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Holy, Holy hour. hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. I just bumped the fuck out of the mic, but I don't think it made a noise. I, I'm not wearing the headphones, so I don't know. Let's do it one more time, just for good measure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Welcome to the holy hour. You want to go too? <laughs> I just stared at you. I was like, yeah, she says Amelia <laughs> Samson. And then I said, we're having a, we're having a moment. <laughs> okay, let's try one okay. more time. <laughs> Four times uh, the charm. Yeah, for sure. All right. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Holy hour. hour. I'm Amelia Samson. And I'm Liz Ball. Fuck yeah. I was worried I was going to so fuck that times. up again. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're, who knows? I tried to not make eye contact with you while I said <laughs> the name of the podcast because I don't know if that's been screwing me up. I don't know why I get so I mean, nervous to do intro. It's perfect that this is the Holy Hour because I get the giggles like I'm in church every time we do our intro. <laughs> that's very true. Also, I'm wearing a heaven-themed I, shirt I noticed today. that. It I, says, if there's no bingo in heaven, I'm not going. I ordered this. I saw this at like two in the morning and sent it to Liz and I was like, should I buy this? And she was like, absolutely. Duh. And then I did it. And then one night when I was drunk, I posted on Twitter one like and I'll buy this shirt. <laughs> did I, I like, like it? it? I think you did. I got like 15 likes. And so I bought it. And here, and so here you it bought is. 15 of them? No. I bought 15 of them. Oh my God. It's the stupidest shirt ever, but I love it so much. And you made it into a crop top, right? I did. I cut it. Mm-hmm. It's if it's not a crop. I saw a tweet. This week, um, that said, uh, wardrobe options are either tiny shirt or giant shirt. Oh, <laughs> it's like, yes, I, we both went with a tiny shirt today. I know. Okay. I was so, I walked into Liz's apartment today and she's like dressed to the nines. Your makeup looks so oh, good. Thank you. I did it very quickly. It looks very good. <laughs> I woke up from a nap and I still feel like I am 
in a different dimension you know I, those naps i would like to take a nap yeah i know what you mean people on our patreon know that i look like i just rolled out of bed because i did <laughs> <laughs> never felt better i really need a nap today i had a meeting at 9 a.m today that was my first 9 a.m meeting in like six months that's i always think it's so rude when people put a meeting on your ca- calendar at nine mm-hmm. i have a recurring one on wednesdays at eight fifteen. ew i know it's cl- because people are like in a bunch of different time zones i was just about to say my client is on the East Coast and the whole team that I work with is on the East Coast. So they all mm-hmm. have a standing meeting every single day at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just wrote I'm to them. Not I'm like, I'm not doing that. that. Yeah. I was like, sorry, can I, you just like fill me in? Yeah. <laughs> they were like, mm, yeah, <laughs> they're all really cool. Send me a voice note. I was like, I'm completely useless before noon. Everybody, everybody in my life knows that. So 9 a.m. was rough today. So I had to take, when I can take like a hard nap, when I took Adderall, you know. <laughs> that it's a special it was a kind long of day yeah mm-hmm. um this weekend uh amelia and a, one of her boo things squints uh slept over at my house that was our first sleepover that's like our first full night sleepover was in your living room um they told me that they would wait till one of them sobered up enough to drive home mm-hmm. and then because we don't drink and drive here no we do not um and I was like, okay, set up the air mattress for them. And Amelia kept assuring me. She was like, we're going to be leaving in like a few hours. <laughs> I do that every time. I don't know. Like, just sleep, Amelia. It's going to yeah. be okay. Especially here. They left at like 10. Yep. I think I woke up still <laughs> 10 a.m. I woke up at 6, went to the bathroom, and Grandpa was in the hallway looking at me like, what? <laughs> why are you here again? He just loves to lay in the hallway, too. <laughs> He's I so cute. I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, I I always have the weirdest dreams when I sleep in your apartment. I don't know why. It's the what? second time that I've had a full... It might be the alcohol, because both mm. times I've slept here, I've been very inebriated. <laughs> but I have the weirdest... I had a dream that there was a huge party in your apartment. That was pretty exciting. We were at a party. We were at a par- That's true. We so, celebrated a birthday. And we were at my apartment after that. That's and before. true. It was rooted in reality. Yeah. But it was especially weird because I was dreaming in the room that the dream was happening in. So I woke up very confused if there <laughs> was like, actually a party. party? Yeah, like, Hello? <laughs> Where did everyone go? Of the three of us. It was a little party. True. We yeah. were all very... We climbed onto my roof. Oh, that was such a bad idea. It was. But it was I f- cool. I forgot about it until today. Oh, shit. <laughs> when I was walking by and I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> we climbed up there. I really that whole night felt like a dream. You know, it was a very drunk night. It was also I don't know. It was also like everyone was vibing, having a good time. And then suddenly everyone was gone. Yeah. And I was like, oh, OK. Why did that happen? Everyone like disappeared. The bars close at two now. Everyone left at like 1150. Oh, and then Amelia and I found an unopened white claw on the sidewalk. And, and she I... was like, should we take it home? And I was like, yeah, we should take it. <laughs> and so I, we, I was it's in my fridge right now. I put it in my back pocket like we were stealing from a store. Yeah, you like, turned just... around and you like bent over and you're like, put it in my pocket. <laughs> It fit perfectly. It did. I have big back It's a pockets. black cherry white claw. <laughs> oh, God. That was... I, I don't know. I, I remember feeling time. so proud of us. I was like, we, yeah. fucking, we came out profitable tonight. <laughs> For some reason, I was like, what if this is laced? And you're like, it's unopened. It's It'll like, be fine. good that your brain is trained to be like, do to not take be this To suspicious drink. of everyone and everything. Yeah. You never <laughs> know. You never know. I learned all these 
tricks of the trade going to festivals of how to like reseal water bottles because you know how like they like test it to see oh, if the yeah. water bottle is open there's ways that you can reseal water bottles so when we took it i remember thinking is it possible to unpop a can of white claw <laughs> but there isn't so we're good um i when i went to edc the one and only time i went i only went for one day um and i had like a camelback like backpack for water and it was I had put some water in there and I like drank it all and then <laughs> I didn't know that people like I it was very dumb of me to not understand that people will like put molly water in their like bag or in their water I don't know bam and the, the woman who was like <laughs> doing the uh security check stuff because uh, they like lift your bra up and shake it to see if you have anything oh my god yeah they like get real invasive to make sure you don't have drugs. Everyone does though. And they know that I was just about to say it's EDC. Yeah. Um, but she was like, is there anything in there? And I was like, well, there was, and she's like, what was it? And I was like, ice water. Like I was so confused. And she was just like, she was, I think her seeing how confused I was, she was like, she's she's fine. (laughs) And then I went in there and I did drugs. (laughs) I put Molly in my water. (laughs) Is Molly water a thing that people actually do, or is that just like a thing that's in rap songs? I think they do. Well, and then I didn't know what Molly water was. It's literally just Molly, Molly and water. And water. Yeah. yeah. I did text my brother. I was like, "What is Molly water?" <laughs> he was like, "It's just Molly and water." Is it just so you take it <gasps> okay s- more slowly? Maybe stay hydrated. Barely while taking your Molly. I guess. I don't know. Is that my phone? Yeah. No, it's blowing up. up you're so popular not really Weird. i uh had to unsign up for a workout class and yes. it notified me oh very important very, stuff very important stuff that was your phone i was like wow no it's behind me because it always distracts me <laughs> uh <laughs> that's why we were both though. staring at mine yeah. <laughs> um so i was gonna ask you have you heard of the phrase schadenfreude yes I, like, have been thinking about schadenfreude stuff, like, all week. Why? Um, I, well, so the first time I heard it was Mr. Liz was telling me about it. Um, Is that how you say it? I don't know. I always thought it was schadenfraud. Schadenfraud. Should we ask YouTube? Just so we are not um, misinformed? Yes. Schadenfraud. How to say... How to say schadenfreude. Okay, let's see. Um, okay, schadenfreude. 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 <laughs> All right. Um, so <laughs> I'm probably not going to nope. include the, yeah. So schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. <laughs> We're doing our best. Schadenfreude. Um, is when you get pleasure from someone else's misfortune. And I was experiencing much of it uh, reading old Glassdoor reviews from a job I hated. Yes. (laughs) I was like, I'm just going to check in because I'm curious. And uh, they were all very bad. They were getting worse and worse since I left. And I was like, (laughs) yes. That is so, there's something about reading about somebody going through something painful that you went through. Sometimes when I'm bored, I'll go, 
this is a very stupid anecdote, but I, like this one time I was way too high, like way too high. I That kind of high that you thought you were going to die. Yep. I was reading this website of how to get unhigh. And I remember thinking when I was that high, I was like, I wish that I was reading this not high. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was saying like, you're probably really scared right now. And I was like, oh, yeah, I am really scared. So I'll go back and read those websites of how to get unhigh when I'm sober. Because I'm just like, fuck, that fucking sucks for those people, doesn't it? <laughs> they think they're going to die. They're not. I can't read when I'm high. Oh, really? Like, I'll be scrolling through Twitter. And if it's like a complicated sentence, if it's like a complicated sentence, it, my brain can only process one word at a time. And I'm like, what the fuck what is this, is this saying? saying? <laughs> it's so confusing. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I also wanted to mention, whilst on Twitter lately, I've been pissing people off for the dumbest things. I replied to someone's tweet that <laughs> she had said, like, some, some like, guy texted her a weird message of like what's the perfume that you wore like I want to give it to this girl who's my new girlfriend even though you and I didn't work out or something and she's like we went on like one date and I didn't want to date him (laughs) so she's like you could just ask and it doesn't have to be like a weird exposition like yeah anyways um and then uh she basically said I know I shouldn't have like dated a water sign or something and then someone was like what sign is he and he said she said pisces and i said pisces men are a disease (laughs) and people got (laughs) so mad and i was like have you been on the internet like yeah can you calm down yeah um and and then then people were like so mad about that and then someone else i was like okay i'll fix it for the non-astrology people men are a disease (laughs) and some guy said um i hope you're unable to have children and i said oh my god me too fingers crossed (laughs) yes that's the best response like fuck you whatever what the fuck (laughs) i missed this whole interaction normally you tap me in when people oh i sent it to you but i don't think you saw it you sent it to me Mm -hmm. i said i'm being bullied where (laughs) on twitter no i know you sent it to me on twitter though yeah I'm really sad I missed that. It it was spicy. You would have enjoyed it. What day was that? Uh, I don't know. A while back? This weekend. Oh, I'm so upset. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you held your own. <laughs> That's my girl. <laughs> Someone was like, people who believe in astrology are a disease. Oh, go fuck yourself. And then I said, um, I was like, hey, did you know that you can let other people enjoy things and you don't have to like it yourself? Like... They they're like, it? how are you enjoying this? I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm having a great time watching you guys get really mad about something that does not matter. That's the people cannot figure out what is worth their energy and what isn't. Just get the fuck over it. I keep seeing this like trend on TikTok where it's like, what's the most like chronically online thing that you have experienced and uh, like interaction. And if you don't know what we mean by chronically online, it's like people who are always looking for something to be mad about. Mm-hmm. And the best example I can think of that I've seen recently is this girl was like, she posted like a TikTok making fun of theater kids. We're two theater kids. We can appreciate that shit. Yeah, fuck. We theater make kids so are annoying. Yeah. <laughs> and the then someone was like, this is offensive because theater kids are coded for autism. And then someone was like, <laughs> someone was like, no, she can't be coded. Like, she can't be like, she's not making fun of them because she's autistic. And she's like, I'm not autistic. <laughs> and then uh, the comments under that were like, someone can't be like, 
autism coded because they're not a character. Like, characters yeah. are coded for those things. I don't know. What so, the fuck? So I just keep seeing more and more shit like that where people are like, you're being prejudiced against Pisces. Oh. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Wait, and? <laughs> According to you, it's made up, so why are you mad? Right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, using their own frame of reference, there should be no reason also, to be I'm upset. Like, I'm clearly being facetious. Right. Like, being intentionally inflammatory as a joke. People need things to be angry know. about again. It's There's like, a lot of things to be angry about. And me saying Pisces men are a disease isn't one of the things y'all should be wasting your time on. Though I am speaking the truth. It feels... I, I will die. It, I want it on my gravestone. Yeah, yes. Pisces men are a disease. Hell yeah. Liz Ball. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just like if I had the energy to get upset about shit that didn't matter like that, I feel like I would have it pretty good. Yeah. I just don't have like I just don't have the energy. I'm I'm worried I'm I am too occupied worrying about shit that matters. What were we talking? How do we get on? Oh, sh- sh- uh, shot it. <laughs> yeah, Schadenfreude. 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 I love. It's a very interesting <laughs> psychological thing, mm-hmm. and it's universal. People, it's like slowing down to look at a car crash. I and I don't feel that way unless it's warranted. Like, it's not if it's like anyone's misfortune. Like, if it's someone I don't like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In this case, my old job, I hated working there. I don't like my boss. Like, I jingle my keys around. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that felt like, it felt really good. Yeah. To yeah. To see other people hate it. I was like, see, it wasn't just me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And now you know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and and it's, you it, ain't gonna do anything. Uh, there's something. It's like um, the same kind of thing with, like, kind of enjoying other people's drama. Oh yes, I love other people's drama. I think that that's why reality TV is such a thing. I think mm-hmm. it's because of Schadenfreude. <laughs> I love that my personal life is not very messy, mm-hmm. and um, I also like in. I enjoy watching weird shit happen on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. You know, fuck yeah. I do too. I'm a, I'm a week behind. I'm watching last night's episode. I haven't seen it yet. Oh my god, I'm watching it tonight. I made one joke about not watching it without Mr. Liz and he got like the closest he's ever been to being mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's serious business, Liz. Men that watch the Bachelor franchise are a special breed. Like mm-hmm. My, I tried watching The Bachelor with my ex, and it was he was always a good sport about shit that he didn't want to do that was important to me, except for The Bachelor. Like, he could not sit through The Bachelor. He was like, this is so fake, blah, blah, blah. It's like, regardless. Yes, we know. It's so much fun to watch. Have a good time. Yeah, just enjoy it. You fucking watch Game of Thrones. You think dragons are flying around in the sky? No. We're not, we're not sitting here watching it because we think it's good. Mm-hmm. We just enjoy other people's drama yeah schadenfreude <laughs> my german family is going to call me and be like you need to stop trying to say it like schadenfreude. that schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. um me and squints are gonna watch squints and i i'm trying to get better about that squints and i are going to start watching the bachelorette together because he enjoys the bachelorette 
And oh, since we recorded last, I signed a lease. Oh, yeah. Yes, Amelia's going to have a whole ass place. Mm-hmm. Three bedrooms. To herself. Yeah. I'm so, so fucking excited. Hopefully soon. When are you moving in? August 1st, I get the keys. So I'm going to start moving shit in. I'm like, <laughs> what month is it? Yeah. yeah, it's two weeks away. Oh, shit. Well, I'm going to be gone. Yeah, it's, it'll be like a slow move. Yeah. Like, because I'm taking a lot oh, of my parents' true. furniture that they need until they move. So, because my parents are leaving. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to Florida for the majority of the year. So, I'll be taking, like, the dining room table and, like, the couch, the TV, stuff like that that they use. So, I'm not going to be really fully moved in until October. But I'm going to hopefully get to a point where I can stay there. Like, by the end of August. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. I'm so excited too. Thanks. And hopefully I'll get a car soon and we can record at your place. Ah, I'm only going to be like 15 minutes from you now. It'd be so nice to just not have um, interruptions. No. Oh. We, love, I get we love our mascot, but <laughs> sometimes, some days when he's not this good, it's really frustrating. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say about you moving Oh, speaking of August, we are taking August off. Um, I think I mentioned that in the last episode, but I'm not sure. But we're still going to have, like, stuff for you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's TBD. Yeah, we'll figure that out. <laughs> we'll have at least one full episode yeah. ready for you guys. But um, we'll still have, like, shorter little th- fun things for you guys each week. Yeah. But Fun fact, we've never taken a break. It's been over yeah. a year. <laughs> We've, yeah. we've had, like, a couple of weeks where we've just been busy, but we've yeah, never when, taken, like, time off. When we were early on, we I think the longest we went was, like, a week yeah. and a half or something. I or feel maybe like two weeks. I'm leaving the kids with a babysitter for the first time. Like, yeah. it's a weird feeling. I'm like, wait. <laughs> but it's Liz and I both have so much going on in August. Mm-hmm. It just felt right to do that. But, yeah, we're going to try to figure something out. For Yeah, we'll definitely have some fun stuff for you guys. Mm-hmm. But um, they won't that. be full-length episodes like our usual. Yeah, let us know if there's anything you, like, want during August. It's We don't do seasons like other podcasts no. do. Like, podcasts will take a few, I'm sure, I'm talking, I'm mansplaining podcasts to people that listen to podcasts. But, like, <laughs> I don't I don't listen to other podcasts. I've been told. I got two phases. Yeah. I mean, I listen to, like, crime podcasts. But um, that's a stupid, that's a bad thing to admit on here. It's like being an author and saying you don't read. Well, <laughs> like, I think it makes sense to not consume the content that you're putting out. Yeah. Yeah. Or similar, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of podcasts on YouTube, so but it's it kind of feels like I'm cheating <laughs> because it's like podcasts are supposed to be listened to. When we started moving to video, I was like, this doesn't really, because everybody was asking us to do video. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are podcasts making a swing back to like from being just an audio thing? Because that was the thing about podcasts. That was the draw was that it was just you could just like have it on in the background. Uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody's asking for video content now. But anyway, all of these podcasts maybe it's kind of both. It's like Sorry. three months off. I think it is kind of both, but it wasn't like that. Feel that feels like a new thing. I think TikTok's been huge for video content for podcasts. Yeah, I've learned about a lot of. Po- There's a podcast called FRDI. I think they pronounce it Freddie. I just learned what it stands for. Anyway, um, it's hosted by these two guys, Nick and Cakes, and I'm always sending Liz videos from their TikToks. <laughs> I think they're so fucking hilarious. But there are some podcasts that lend themselves well to video. Mm-hmm. I think that we'll, once we get our video down pat, we'll probably figure out a way yeah. that like 
it'll lend itself well to video just yeah. we have two cameras set up right now we're figuring out how this works subscribe to us on patreon this is a good time to plug we have um full episodes video on our mm-hmm. patreon um for our tier two subscribers tier one subscribers and tier two scri- and all actually all of the tiers get early access 24 hours to our episodes we used to release to the public on thursdays now we released on fridays and the patreon patrons get the episodes 24 hours early um and then we have the videos and then tier three we're gonna start doing uh monthly q a's on mm-hmm. twitch <laughs> question mark that's coming up actually by the time this episode comes out it might have already passed yeah um it will have it will passed. have but that's another thing for our tier three subscribers. So um, it's in our link tree. Link tr.ee slash the holy hour. I've been trying to memorize that. Nice. Thank Good you. For you. Thanks, I'm like, thanks. Well, I don't even know. It's in our. It's in the bio. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the TikTok, <laughs> Instagram and Twitter bio. Baby at the holy hour. Okay. I'm done plugging. Um, I did have besides like people's emails that I wanted to read. Yeah. The only other thing that we haven't talked about that I feel like is like right in our right up our alley is squirting. Oh yeah. I don't think we've ever talked about squirting. I don't think we have, no. Um yeah, thoughts. Do you have thoughts on squirting? Have you ever squirted? Um so when you think of squirting, you always think of like like projectile like a like a, like a water gun <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and that's not always what happens no. and i think maybe i might have once mm-hmm. but i i just was like super like wet after i came yeah and then Does that count? and i was being fingered and mm. it is possible i've like sat up and there's been like wet spots on the bed and i don't know if that's sweat <laughs> or, or like squirt. or like sex juice sweater skirt Sk- sweater skirt <laughs> sweater squirt that's hard to say say that five times fast sweater s- squirt yeah it's a tongue twister we found yeah. a new tongue twister sweater squirt <laughs> <laughs> anyway i don't know if i ever have i so were you mid-thought because i'm about to dive no, on in. okay no. so i was talking to um sunset has a, like he loves well, okay, so I was actually talking to you. I've heard this from a bunch of guys before I get into my sunset thought. Apparently, the reason a lot of guys like squirting is because we get the immediate like gratification of seeing cum. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of this, like, you know, there, a lot of women will fake orgasms just to like, get it over with. And a lot of guys that actually care are in their heads about that. Like, is she faking? Does she actually come? So having that like feedback is hot to them. I was talking to Sunset and he said he like loves when girls squirt. And I told him that I can't. I don't like I don't think I can. I don't yeah. know. And he was like, no, I, like everybody can. So. I watched. I feel like that's like dangerous rhetoric. <laughs> I think so too. But I watched a video. <laughs> it was porn? Question mark. It was like kind of like a was, how-to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining like a YouTube video with like the the background music that's like da da da. Like <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. It's like WikiHow. <laughs> I'm gonna teach you how to squirt. <laughs> Welcome back to my channel. <laughs> Smash that subscribe button. I'm going to teach you how to squirt. The David Dobrik of squirting. <laughs> no. No. There's, why not like Cody Co or. 
don't know. I can't. Cody Co's too pure to me. Yeah, that's I love fair. Him so much. Um, but so there's this man who I think that his whole thing is promoting sex toys. I I can't really get a read on this man, but his name is Kenneth Play. He is a instructor of sorts, and he had a video of how how you can make any woman squirt. And it's a lot of G-spot clitoral stimulation at the same at time. the same time. That is what I feel like I had going on. You might have squirted. I might have. I just like. And then I remember I asked, and we both were like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> might have happened. <laughs> Perhaps. I just like, I remember when I was younger, I was listening to Kiss 106.1 and they were talking about squirting. They had Dr. Drew on for some reason. And somebody somebody asked what squirt is, like what's in it. Yeah. And I feel like there's a debate like that it might be pee. There's a lot of pee in it, apparently, says Dr. Drew. Oh. Let's see if the, if the internet has any sort of answer. Are we doing our sex fact of the week early? Sex fact of the week. What's in squirt? What is in squirt? Um, so I googled what is in squirt. I'm going to get some <laughs> awesome ads <laughs> from like squirt the soda. It's <laughs> yeah. a refreshing beverage. <laughs> Duh. Poor squirt. Do you think that they did that on purpose? No. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes this is so bad. Sometimes my dad, when he is talking about if my mom is like in the bathroom peeing. <laughs> He's like, your mom's taking the squirt. <laughs> and I was like, dad, do not ever say those words again to me. And then he started laughing. I'm like, we're not thinking the your same thing. Squirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go take a squirt. <laughs> oh my God, I hate it. Squirt oh my God. is a really oh, delicious I'll never be soda. The same. Yeah. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Squirt. <laughs> We've said Squirt so many times already. <laughs> there needs to be a better female ejaculation. Yeah. Female ejaculation. Vaginal ejaculation. Vaginal emission. Vaginal emission. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is what the government says is in Squirt. And this is a conclusion line. So I don't even want to know what they dove into before this. The, the present data based on ultrasonographic bladder monitoring and biochemical analyses indicate that squirting is essentially the involuntary emission of urine during sexual activity, oh. although a marginal contribution of prostatic secretions to the emitted fluid often exists. So it's mostly pee. It looks like pee when it's coming out in porn. Hmm. I always pee before sex. Maybe that's why I don't squirt yeah me too you should pee before and after yeah you're gonna get a uti if you don't yeah and that uti suck man yeah you know I, whenever i used to have sex with a new person i would get a yeast infection every single time really that has stopped They're happening changing your ph mm-hmm. that stopped happening let's give it up for my vagina figuring it out yeah let's give it up does it have a name no <coughs> i used to call it mrs tinkle when i was a kid (laughs) me and mrs tinkle are gonna go take a squirt (laughs) oh Oh, your camera clicked i heard it oh my god that was so fucking funny 
Um, did Wait. You- <laughs> what if the royal we, <laughs> when you were saying the royal we, like, we're going to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was you and Mrs. Tinkle. <laughs> Who's Mr. Tinkle, by the way? We don't talk about Mr. Tinkle. <laughs> out on the family (laughs) (laughs) never to be seen again finding mr tingle that's the name of my dating life (laughs) that might be the name of this episode (laughs) finding mr mr tingle (laughs) oh my god oh my abs hurt me too i'm sweating um um do you have a name for your vagina I don't. And now I need to think of something that is as good as Mrs. Tinkle. <laughs> um, it needs to be something sassy. I'm just imagining, like, talking dirty during sex. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, put it in Mrs. Tinkle. <laughs> you like that, it? Mrs. Tinkle? <laughs> I hate us. <laughs> uh, that is the least sexy thing in the world. I should do that with squints. Who would be a good sport about it? I'll report back. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, all right. Um, we do have some very interesting emails to read. We do. From you guys. Um, do you have any that you want to read? Yes. Okay. I was shook when I read this one. <laughs> I haven't read it yet. Hi, ladies. I just listened to your Cheating the Musical episode, and I wanted to share my story. As someone who has both been cheated on and cheated myself, but not in a textbook way... I thought you might find my story interesting. A bit of background. My first boyfriend in high school had cheated on me with his ex within a couple of months of us dating, and I broke up with him. I didn't share details with my parents, but they assumed I just wasn't willing to work for the relationship. Imagine, like, being in high school and your parents are like, you're just not willing to work for the relationship. (laughs) If I broke up with someone in high school, my parents were like, oh, well, don't get pregnant. (laughs) Um... Anyways, I got the relationships are about compromise and hard work talk, implying that I had given up on my three-month relationship too quickly. The Three months for a teenager is a long time. That's like, yeah, three-month three relationships well. in high school are like... It's like five years. Five years, adult yeah. years. Um, this laid the groundwork for trust issues centered around relationships, as well as guilt associated with giving up on someone that I apparently should have forgiven. I then fell in love with a guy my senior year of high school, and we started dating. This was only my second relationship, but everything seemed great. One day, within the first year of the relationship, he, he asked me to plug his phone in. I had this weird gut feeling. Gut instincts are guardian angels. Amen. <laughs> Dash Amelia Sampson. I don't. I haven't read this yet, but I already know where it's going. And like the, the balls to hand your girlfriend your phone while you're cheating on her. You do not know where the story's going. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <gasps> okay, go. Um, oh, I'm so excited. And briefly glanced through the first few recent texts. I know, never a good thing. And I'm not proud of it. I saw that there was a number that he had texted, good night, precious, to the night before. So fucking Gollum? Who calls anyone precious? <laughs> um, the number wasn't saved on his phone, but I scrolled back through raunchy messages, including nude photos of his previous exes that he had sent to the, this girl with statements like, I didn't fuck this one, but I wish I had, I, or I wish I would have. 
I was in a state of shock what and immediately f- confronted him about it. Yeah, good. He said that he never met this girl in person, but that they used to talk on MySpace and recently reconnected. He said that she was in an abusive relationship and that he was her only support system to help her get through Wait, it. Wait, go write about it in your diary. <laughs> also, like, you're There's lying? Like, no, yeah. I mean, like, what the fuck? She was in an abusive it's relationship. Stretch. It's really, really fucked up to lie about something and you're, like that. And you're her only person? Yeah. No, no it's not. This fucking moron. Ew, Anyways. I hate this guy. Uh, he apologized and said he would never talk to her again. Having the previous guilt of giving up on my first relationship too early, I forgave him and we moved on. After dating for two years, he proposed, and we were engaged a year before getting married. It's important to note that I grew up in a religious home and wasn't intent at the time on waiting until marriage to have sex. We fooled, or oh, and was intent at the time on waiting until marriage. Um, we fooled around a bit, in the first two years of dating, which only consisted of him fingering me. He had no desire for me to reciprocate in any way. I actually never saw his penis even, and never even saw him naked. After we got engaged, there was absolutely no intimacy whatsoever. Even when I asked for a hug or a kiss, he would act like it was a huge request that he would reluctantly comply with. At the time, I thought he was just trying to respect my desire to maintain my virginity. I feel like, I feel like he's gay. Yeah. Or let me let me finish reading this. Okay. It's it's long, but it's good. Okay. Um when preparing for the wedding, he didn't see the importance of spending our wedding night together. He thought we could just go back to our separate houses and begin packing for our honeymoon. My parents ended up buying us a hotel room, which my new husband and I awkwardly went to. We initiated a bit of intimacy in which he went down on me for about three minutes. This was something I'd never experienced before and I of course loved it. He told me a week later that it was gross and he wouldn't do it again. This was as far as the intimacy got on our wedding night. We traveled internationally for a year as an extended honeymoon, staying with host families along the way. Fast forward to 11 months into our marriage and I was still a virgin. We had briefly attempted sex in the first month, but because I'd never done it, I was a little bit, I was in a little bit of pain. There was no foreplay slash lube. He just immediately tried to put it in. After he saw my pain face, I think it scared him. And that was the, fr- that was the last time we attempted intercourse. I tried to initiate tons of times trying different tactics, but he never showed any interest again. I attributed some of the stress to traveling as well as staying in unfamiliar places constantly. There was also extreme emotional abuse and manipulation within our marriage, but I won't go into detail in an effort to make this story a little more focused. I swear we're getting to the cheating part, (laughs) but bottom line, to say that this is not how I imagined marriage to be was an understatement. Fucking hell! In the 11th month, he finally let me give him a brief blowjob, or a brief handjob, then eventually to a blowjob. Um, he would come almost immediately in my mouth and we'd move on with our day. No cuddling, no reciprocation. When I brought up anything concerning reciprocation, he said that he had done that in the first two years of us dating, so it was his turn now. I hate this guy. This happened a handful of times, and honestly, at that point, I was just happy that I was experiencing some level of intimacy with my husband. Jeez Louise. Um... Within a few weeks of our one-year anniversary, once we got back to the States and I was visiting my family, I received a message request from a woman with the words, you should know something about your husband. This was the same woman who, three years prior, he had been sending nudes of his exes. My heart dropped as I read screenshots between the two of them, with him stating that he had been having sex with people while we were traveling. 
One message said, I got a blowjob from the wife this morning, had sex with the hot mom we're staying with in the afternoon, and then fucked the 16-year-old daughter right what after that. What the fuck? He said things I could have never imagined him saying, and had not gotten, and had I not gotten the screenshots, I don't think I would have believed it. He went on to sum things up saying, I fucked four women on this trip that aren't my wife. I was feeling so many emotions and I spiraled. I didn't eat for days. I wouldn't talk to anyone. I knew the messages didn't have any truth behind them because I was with him 24 hours a day while traveling. It wasn't possible, but I still had no idea why he would say these things, especially as someone who never wanted or cared to have sex with me. Like the overcompensating is insane I to me. That's why I'm like, maybe he's gay or asexual. Fucking shook. And like trying to overcompensate. Um, so there's more. My parents obviously noticed that something was wrong and I told them. I created a, a list of demands for my husband, including seeking counseling, and he apologized and complied with them. He said he didn't know why he did it, and I don't think I'll ever know. The only thing he did about counseling, though, was to talk to the pastor that married us, not seek professional help. But since it had been drilled into me from day one not to give up on a relationship, I stayed and we moved to California together. Oh, bless your heart, God. <clears throat> Once in California, we started making friends. He climbed and became extremely close with another climbing with another climber, a lesbian woman. I was suspicious of them despite her sexual orientation because they would go for go on long climbing trips together, sometimes overnight, and he would specifically not want me to go. To curb this suspicion, I initiated a friendship with her. Wait, so I know that never works. <laughs> I'll talk about that later. I told her that my husband and I had never had sex and she was appalled. This was when the cheating started with her i justified it in my mind at the time that since he never wanted intimacy with me and because she was a woman and i considered myself to be straight that it was okay i do of course realize now that it wasn't and i'm not proud of it in any way i never had an emotional connection to her outside of a friendship but i desperately wanted to feel good and wanted to and wanted and sexually attractive and she gave that to me this only happened a handful of times and we agreed that it shouldn't continue after another couple more months of more emotional abuse with him, I ended up initiating the separation between my husband and I. I hated doing it, but I finally gave him an ultimatum saying that either he could agree to get couples, couples counseling slash therapy with me or I would leave. His answer, I don't want to do counseling and I won't do it. When I asked if he wanted time to think about it, he said, I don't need time to think about it. I know I won't ever do that. So I left and I was divorced at age 22. My ex-husband never found out about what I had done with the woman, partly because if he did, I would have feared for my safety. After the divorce, he threatened me multiple times and demanded I pay him back for, for money he spent on the honeymoon. I essentially paid him off to stop harassing me, and I'm grateful that this terrible chapter of my life is over. I tried to streamline my story a bit, but I'm sorry this was still so long. I absolutely love you guys in the podcast. It's gotten me through so many long drives, and I love how openly you're willing to discuss personal topics. You'll never know how encouraging you both have been to me. Oh. We love you. Fucking love you. Holy shit. What a I know. tale. There is so it was a, many it was a whirlwind. layers to that story. First of all, when you said that's where uh, the cheating started with her, I thought... I didn't realize that she cheated on him with the climbing friend. Mm -hmm. I, I read that or I interpreted that as he cheated on her with the climbing friend. Yeah. So she. She cheated on her wow. husband with the woman. And here's my theory. 
I think that he was so close with her because with the climbing woman, because she is open about her sexuality. And I think that he is very closeted. I wonder all of this behavior seems closeted to me. I wonder if the, the author of this, has seen what he's up to now. I mean, like, I don't encourage looking, but I wonder no. if she knows. Yeah. Because it'd be interesting to know. Well, and then also, like, not wanting to go to counseling or therapy. Like, when you do go to therapy and counseling, like, it's going to get peeled back if you are not straight. Like, especially if you're, like, gay and closeted. Yeah. That has to come out eventually. Yeah. Uh, one time when I was in college, I and I was in a serious long-term relationship um a guy who later came out as gay would tell people that I was cheating on my boyfriend with him and like tell them like graphic sexual stories about me I was like one you thought I wouldn't hear about this and two like why would you pick me like yeah I have a boyfriend that I'm constantly talking about like pick someone else pick Mm -hmm. anyone else Mm -hmm. it pissed me off that was, it's like the... Because it's damaging to my reputation. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Right. And it's like, it's not like it's victimless. Like, I understand that you're, like, still not comfortable with coming out about your sexuality, but, like, it fucking sucked to learn that you're, like, using me as a beard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, using anybody as a scapegoat for a situation fucks... Like, it's like the guy that stole that guy that I went to college is with identity and that guy had a girlfriend yeah he's using his identity to hit on all of these girls yeah like that's just like bringing somebody into your insecurities to mask whatever you're going through might feel victimless because like well i'm just using their name but it's like no that that fucks with people like how can you mentally be like yes this is this is a normal and acceptable thing to do Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's so it's so fucked. I when the author of this mentioned that they um, friended the the climbing friend to try to like make sure that she felt better about them being friends. I that that is such a micro part of this and not at all the issue of the email. But I've been wanting to talk about this for so long. Like the idea that like oh well if I'm friends with his friends then like he won't like they won't we'll be friends so they won't fuck me over has proven to be incorrect so many times in my life I have worked so hard to become friends with girls that I was insecure about in college and those exact girls were who my ex cheated on me with it doesn't make a difference if somebody wants to be slimy they're going to be slimy regardless of your association with the girl Mm -hmm. it's fucked it's fucked it's all everyone is all about enlightened self-interest you know, like, I think that the easy thing to do is, like, to think, well, if, if they like me, if I, like, show face and they like me, then they won't. They'll feel guilty and they won't do it. Not the case. Everyone's like, every, fucking... everyone has self-control, you know? You're in charge mm-hmm. of your own choices. Yes. So, if that's what they're going to choose to do, you can choose to leave. hmm And tell them to get fucked. Get <laughs> fucked. Um, anyway, thank you so much for writing this. Yeah, that, that, was that was a fucking doozy. So, uh, yeah, it it was a roller coaster. I remember reading it and I was like, what? What? I remember, or not, I remember. I'm glad that I didn't read that before you just read I it. I liked your genuine reaction. That was like watching like a Tarantino film. I was like, where is this going? 
I think you might like the other one I have saved too. (gasps) Okay, let's do it. Hi, Liz and Amelia. Thought I'd share my craziest story about my exes. Don't ask me how I get myself into these situations, but here we go. So for some background info, these two exes, five and three-year relationships with me, have known each other since before I dated the second one for three years as we were all in the same scout group. The first one cheated on me multiple times, my fault for trying to trust that it wouldn't happen again. The second one began developing a whole bunch of mental health issues shortly after we moved in, tried to support her through these and not the reason we broke up. Good, for, good clarification. Important clarification. Mm-hmm. Um, the three-year relationship ended about four years ago now and fast forward to lockdown in August 2020 and I get a group message from the two of them that and as I hadn't spoken to either of them for years I'm just looking at the message thinking what have I gotten myself into turns out they have become friends February 2021 I get a message from girlfriend number one who since we broke up has gotten engaged uh, had had a kid with a drug dealer prior to their breakup. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Um, asking if I'm still in love with her. Told her I wasn't, but her asking me that seemed her told her I wasn't, but her asking me that seemed a little sus as that sort of manipulation is the sort of thing I would have expected from X number two. I have no doubt that she put her up to it and despite her denying it. Whilst I can't say for sure, I feel pretty confident in my assumption, as about a week or two later, they made their relationship Facebook official. Love the podcast. So these two women started dating each other years after (laughs) dating this guy. Oh my god. Oh, I'm sorry for assuming it was a man. It might not be a man. Holy. Hold on. I know. I need to reprocess, but hold on. Okay, I need to read the first paragraph. So, so okay, so these two exes knew each other since before they dated the second one. Okay, so he dated the first one, and the first one knew the second one prior to him dating the second one. Yeah, so they just knew each other, and then they became friends after this per- like the author was no longer dating either of them like years later and it's because they started dating the two women holy shit well and then this i think the the fun part too like the funny part to me is like the author was like um this isn't behavior i would have expected from x number one it's behavior or like a question i would expect from x number two and x number two probably sent that secret message oh for sure on behalf of the X number one. Oh yeah, so funny. Holy hell! Wow, what a fucking doozy. That's this is a good time for a PSA. Um, when y'all read us an email, if you're comfortable with it, if you can throw your pronouns in the email as well, so that we don't um, misgender you when we're talking about these stories, we always want to be able to represent y'all um, how you should be represented mm-hmm. and spoken about. So if you could just throw your pronouns in an email that you send us, that would be very very helpful. Yeah. Again, if you're comfortable with it. Yeah, if you want to share your pronouns. Yeah. So those were the two emails that I wanted to read you. Okay. I wanted to ask you, I've been, okay, so for a little bit of context, this probably won't be a very long convo. Um, I hooked up with a guy like at the beginning of the new year in 2020. Um, it's a guy that I have known for a while 
and we were friends and then we like abruptly weren't and then we reconnected when I was with my ex still and he like confessed his love for me. I was in LA and he lives in LA now. Okay. I remember who you're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) So, and then I told him like, oh, I'm actually with somebody. And then he disappeared, unfollowed me on everything, blah, blah, blah. Drama. All drama. He's an artist, which is getting me to the the point of bringing this up. Wait, what's his sign? That's a good question, actually. His birthday is in... I could could figure that. I could figure that out really fast because he's famous, (laughs) so I can just Google it. Um, his birthday is September 1st. Leo. No. Virgo. Stop. So I broke up with my ex. This is just an important timeline for the situation. I broke up with my ex October of 29, no, September of 2019 for like the first run of our breakup. And this guy, what are we going to call him? Oh man. I didn't even think about a nickname for him. Virgo. Virgo. We're just going to call him Virgo. Virgo, man. Good call. Virgo uh, was on tour because he is a musician with a large following now, which, let me tell you, has been painful to watch because he has dipped in and out of my life so much that I'll just be, like, watching MTV and his song will come on in the background of a show and I'm like, ah! (laughs) I don't want to hear this. So he was touring and I had just broken up with my ex and I was like, I'm going to go see Virgo on tour. Like, why not? Because he was playing at a little venue in Seattle. So I got tickets last minute, popped in, waited for him after the show just to say hi. And it was this like movie moment where he was like saying hi to his friends and family after the show and saw me and then double took on me and like broke away from the people that he was talking and to. You were like, I'm like, hey. And he was like, oh my God. And like, it was this like really cute moment. And he was like, I can't believe you came. It's so good to see you. How long has it been? Da da da. I'm like, it's been a few years. You like kind of blips off the face of the year. And then he was like, I'm coming, he's like, after tour, I'm coming back um, for winter break. We should get drinks. And I was like, sure, whatever. We're never going to reach out. And it, he ended up reaching out. And we reconnected in, like, the best way. We had so much fun. We just, like, sat and talked in my car for, like, five hours one night. And we were, like, laughing the whole time. I have a video of him in my phone. Just, like, I don't, I just, like, loved him. And we he ended up extending his trip so that we could spend more time together he extended his trip by a day we ended up having sex and when I was leaving his hotel he was like you have got to come down to LA to see me he's like like you like within the next month I can't not see you for a long time and I was like okay say less so I left on the drive home which is getting me to why I'm bringing up this topic I turn on the radio and as I'm leaving his hotel, his song is on the radio and it was such a fucking flex. I was like, fuck yeah. I just fucked that guy. (laughs) It was a really good feeling. I would feel so like cool, but also so like, I'd be like, oh my God, it's like a sign. Yeah. Oh God. Like enamored. I'd make it into something. Oh my God. It was it. Yeah. I should have. It turns out. So after he begged me to come down to L.A. for the next month, I came down to L.A. and he ghosted. He just like never hit me up when I was down there. And it was fine because I have a lot of friends in L.A. Like I was fine. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like wandering around pissed, lost. Like I planned I was this trip because you requested it. I pissed. He ended up apologizing. He, I never heard from him after that. 
and then two months later he sent me this very long apology that he's like been in a rut blah 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 i'm like why do guys always do that they like come up with like some extravagant excuse and you're like okay communicate that in the moment because it doesn't mean anything to me now and i just think you're lying exactly it's like don't the fact that he begged me to come down there please so you ain't shit it would be one thing if i was like hi i'm coming to see you and he was like this bitch is crazy i like didn't want to come and then i came because he asked so i got ghosted i flew to a different state to see a man and got ghosted regardless i got my biggest sex flex out of that encounter driving away from his hotel and hearing his song on the radio so i wanted to talk about what your your biggest sex flex my biggest sex flex and i had a hard time thinking about this it's a tough one i still didn't officially come up with any answer because I don't the one know. you texted me was good i mean that might be the only one that i had and a, that's a strong one my my flex is not really like sexual but <laughs> i don't care if you agree with me or not but i feel like every man that i've dated mm-hmm will never date anyone as attractive as me. And they haven't. But I mean, that's, that makes that's me feel good. Fucking flex. I asked a few of my girlfriends this question. And one of them said that her biggest sex flex was that every single guy that she has given a blowjob to has said that it has been the best blowjob they've that's ever gotten. A, that's amazing. It's, it's a great I, one. What a phenomenal compliment. I, uh, I will say I'm very good at being on top. Ooh. But when you're dating a top, it's hard to be on top. <laughs> but to know that you're good at being on top, mm-hmm. that's a sex flex. It took a while for me. It took some experimenting. So I'm glad that I was able to experiment with someone like. Yeah. I, I was in college like when I was like, Let's, I'm going to get a little more interesting with the sex I'm having because yes. I've been doing missionary for too long. Um, <laughs> God, I'm going to spice it up. Uh. And, uh, that's, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it out. And I continued to practice the same person and was able to get good at it. And I enjoy it too. So it's more about like, I like being able to see what's going on and like watch their face. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that's a good sometimes when you're in missionary, they're like on top of you and you can't like see their face. I'm like, I want to watch it happen. Yeah. Yes. And know that like, look me in the eye that way. Yes, Yes. exactly. I love being see your face. So I feel a little like I'm starting to realize, I think I'm a little like switchy, Mm. which is surprising to me. And I think it's because squints is kind of more submissive and he said it too. Like I've taken more of a dominant role on in bed i mean i've always seen you as kind of probably pretty bratty yeah is what i've assumed Mm -hmm. and like a lot of brats are switches so interesting (gasps) i'm learning bratty switch that makes sense um do we have a sex fact i mean we talked about the squirt should we get another one oh yeah that was an early sex fact should we just get another one just for good measure yeah might as well i'm gonna read two because the first one is just like stupid the record for the most Wait, hold on. Uh-uh. Sex fact of the week. The record for the most female orgasms is 134 in one hour. In one hour? That's more than two a minute. Wow. That sounds painful. That sounds like she was faking. <laughs> <laughs> Can you prove it? Well, maybe if they, she was hooked up to like a machine. Is this Guinness Book of World Records? Because some of sure. those are made up. That's true. Okay, but the actual sex fact, 
that I'm going to read. In several countries, some new brides place tiny bags containing chicken's blood into the vagina prior to intercourse to prove the hymen was intact before marriage. In other countries, women have placed congealed sheep's blood in their vaginas for the same purpose. <laughs> well, for what, queens? <laughs> I'm... That hurts my feelings. Just so hold on. So it's, it's well because so, they they'll believe like if you if they're ultra religious they'll believe if you don't bleed that you're not a virgin. That's really 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 fucked up. And also you can have sex and still have a hymen. I have a friend that that happened to. She had to get it <gasps> surgically removed because it was becoming an issue. Yeah. Holy fuck. It's a pro- it's like I don't know. Wow. And I my mine broke. <laughs> I told this story to my friend <laughs> when I was in like fifth grade, like a, I went to the bathroom and like a little flap of skin came out and I think I had like fallen off a bike or something. Oh. And, um, then I was bleeding a little bit. And then like a few months later I got my period and my friend was like, Liz, <laughs> you probably broke your hymen. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh, uh, well, and then I've also heard that it doesn't break. It just stretches. Hymens? Yeah. Oh, and then the stretching is what bleeds? I guess. Interesting. It's funny that we, like, also don't know no. this. Yeah. I mean, like, I, because I think I broke mine horseback riding. I feel like that happens. But I also might have broken it putting a tampon in. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I'm going to, why do hymens, Ooh, why does the hymen exist? Okay. Both. Why does hymen bleed when it breaks? The bleeding is youngwomenshealth.org. This feels legit. An org. The bleeding is caused from the hymen stretching. You were right. And usually is just a small amount of bright red blood. Some women are born with extra hymenal tissue that covers more of the vaginal opening. So penetration can be painful and there tends to be more bleeding. Well, there you go. And then you have to have it removed. What's mine still going? Yeah. I used to do this um when I didn't want to go to bed when I was a kid I would do this thing that my parents started calling the um German disc jockey I have no idea what you're about to tell me where I would just like start like speaking in fake German and (laughs) one of the German the German words that I would say I was like 10 was hymen and I didn't know what a hymen was at that point and it would always make my parents laugh so hard and so I kept saying hymen and eventually when I got older, I learned what a hymen was. And I was like, like oh, <laughs> these assholes. They were just like, look at this fucking idiot. It's so <laughs> rude when our parents like laugh at our our innocence and confusion. <laughs> yeah. I, have, I, I can't remember if I told you this. There's been several occasions where I'll remember something. And like my I remember asking my mom something like, what does this mean? And she'd be like. I don't know, which is such a great, yeah. like when I was watching Bring It On for the first time, like, you know, and they're like, I'm sexy, I'm cute, I'm popular. Yeah. Like when they, when she says, I'm, I swear I'm not a whore. Yeah. And I was like, what are they, what's a whore? And then my mom was like, what? I'm like, they said, they said, I swear I'm not a whore. And then she's like, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> That's brilliant. I'm like taking parent notes. Yeah. That was, she's like, I don't, you're not saying a real word. <laughs> That's so funny. I most recently remembered asking my parents, I was like, 
um, is shut up a swear word? And then they were like, yes, <laughs> it is. It's a bad word. <laughs> Never you say it. You shouldn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> then you get older and you're like, you lied to me. Yeah. I was lied to today. That is such a good lie to tell a kid, though. Um, Why not? I, uh, I remember visiting my cousins um, one summer, and I called one of them a butt weasel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And then they never stopped calling each other butt weasel. I'm going to start calling people they a butt weasel. They used to more than I did. <laughs> that is a phenomenal insult, a butt weasel. That's We've so learned funny. quite a few things this episode. Wow, we really We've learned have. learned what squirting is. Yeah. How to accomplish it, maybe, kind of. Um, hymen what a information. hymen is. Yeah. Um, uh, how to lie to your kids and get away with it. <laughs> 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 Just be like, I don't episode. know. Yeah. I'll be a great parent because I don't know a lot of things. Fuck. I think if I just don't ever want to explain something to my kid, like, wh- how does, a, how does a, a television work? You know? Like, I don't want to... I'm sure I could figure it out. I'm not going to fucking tell them. You can make something up. You could be like, I don't know. Yeah. There's a plethora of answers you can give there are so you know what this is a great request from you guys um send us the bullshit your parents told the bullshit lies your parents told you growing up yeah (laughs) that when you were an adult you were like good hey wait a minute (laughs) wow that's brilliant it's mostly just like my parents and my old i have an older brother he's seven years older him and his best friend who is like my brother used to just fuck with me all the time like um you know, like the Chinese calendar, like you have like the year of the rat, the year of the... So mine was the year of the cock. And I didn't <laughs> know what a cock was as a child, obviously, like cock, like in the sexual sense. So I used to like go around and just like tell everyone that I was born in the year of the cock. And my brother <laughs> and his friend was like, you should tell everybody that. Go ahead and tell everybody Weren't that. Weren't you though? And I was. I fucking was. Born in the year of the cock. So proud of her. We love to see it. We love the year of the cock. I don't know cock. what mine was. I think a sheep. 92 91 yeah ram oh you're virgo's age um year of i'm old no i'm not (laughs) i don't actually believe that the year of the goat year of the goat i am the goat you are the goat and i'm the cock baby yeah (laughs) we are quite the duo we really are the cock and the goat Mm -hmm. we're gonna rename the year after the year of the dog oh wow because my brother was the year of the dog and i was like i want to be a dog that's a good year, the year of the dog. I need to learn more about what this all means. <laughs> but it feels like it would be a good year, the year the of the dog. The astrology of the calendar. Yes. I don't know. The, co- the, 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 the cock and the goat. The cock and the goat. <laughs> We're not going to go by our names anymore. No. Nope. Welcome to the holy hour. I'm the cock. And I'm the goat. <laughs> the throat goat. The throat goat. <laughs> not really. I'm like, uh, I'll do it for a little while. <laughs> But if they're really into it, then I'll commit. Hell yeah. It depends on the vibe. That's why you're the throat goat. Yeah, yeah. If it's clearly, obviously, foreplay, I'll do it for foreplay. Hell yeah. But most of the time, I don't want to stay down there for a long time. No. Got to get the show on the road. I had braces for a long time, and my jaw hurts. Oh, my God. Yes. They were... Blame blame my orthodontist, okay? Got the lockjaw associated? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Not today. I got to get to... I got, I got to, I got to, you have to call it quits at some point yeah. for your health. I need a jaw massage. If you want me to, if you want me to be the throat goat, uh, give me a jaw massage or something. Mm-hmm. Pay for my chiropractor bills. 
I think I'll that's do fair. it. I'll do it. But right. you gotta come. You, you have gotta, to cough it up. Yeah. So to speak. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On that note, subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok at the Holy Hour, <laughs> and email us your piping hot tea at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com nice i did the outro oh so good i'm getting some practice in amazing i love it thank you for listening we love you it's easier for me to harmonize when i'm wearing these children hell yeah